Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We are the greatest dykes in the world! Mackenzie Goodwin! Rachel Scanlon! Worldwide dykes for life! Hey! Two dykes, two dykes, two dykes! One mic, one mic, one mic! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Two Dykes and a Mic. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. And I'm Rachel Scanlon. We have an incredible episode for you guys today. We do. There's a lot in store. There's a lot happening. We're salt burning. We're Cat Williamsing. I was just going to say this is the salt burn episode, although I've tried to push it off as long as I have. I know you have. I've really done a good job. I know you've been doing really good, but today, no further. We're doing it. The Dianes have been clamoring. Uh, yes. They've been saying we were. And I didn't think that this would be... The movie that broke the dykes back. But it is. <laughs> but alas. But alas it is. It sure is. So we're going to be talking about that. It's going to be a really good episode. Also, do you remember when I was pitched? I was, we work together. We do? What? <laughs> okay. Like, as if you guys don't know, we work together. Do you remember last week before I left? Mm-hmm. I'm sitting, you're sitting on my couch. Yeah. And I'm literally performing stand-up for you. Yeah. Did you ever think that that would be... You know what? It's it's funny you ask. <laughs> the moment I met you, I said, in about five years, she'll be performing solo for me. <laughs> it's an insane thing to do. It is because you've you're not like that. You're not one to perform a joke. No. At, like just for a, a person, right. one person who's <laughs> close to you, especially another comedian, another comedian who is also your best friend. Yeah. So when you did it, it felt uh, out of body because <laughs> that's not something comics do. You don't do actual performed written material stood up (laughs) held a fake microphone and was like i'm at this point in my set yeah and then i was like go can i be honest yeah loved every minute of it (laughs) i loved every minute of it it rocked and the joke is good okay it's gonna crush now do you remember that same day we were at work Uh right you just i think performed a five minute set for me (laughs) yeah yeah i because this is something that happened that i feel like we got closer tell me I showed you my butt. Oh my God, you did. Yes. But I did. I do want to say I covered the crack. crack. Yeah, you covered the crack. I remember you saying, I want to show you something, but I don't want to show you my crack. And I, <laughs> I've never been more actively engaged. You know, when you're like half listening, your friend is like talking and you're like, what am I going to have for dinner later? How are my quads? And then you hear, I want, I don't want to show you my crack. And I went, <laughs> and then well, i was on I, you had me fully dialed in yeah it was a really fun day i don't know because i i've never shown you my butt you've actually shown me almost none of your body <laughs> that's true which is insane for how much we share hotel rooms yeah you'll never catch me in a short you'll never catch me in a short or it's a tank ins- yeah or a swimsuit i'm in I'm swimsuits on- in front i'm naked no i'm not i'm not naked but i'm definitely like 
There's I'm in skivvies. You're in skivvies. A lot. And I'm always in full coverage. Yes. I'm always dressed for the Sahara. Yes. Okay. You're like, the sun cannot touch. It can't touch. So I decided, though, that I had something I needed to show you. And it wasn't like, I do have a huge birthmark on my one cheek. Mm -hmm. I don't want to show you that. I wish I would have seen that. What shape is it in? A huge circle. Like a perfect circle? It's almost a perfect circle. It's purple, oh my but God. it's like translucent purple. You can only see it in the light. Oh my God. Nazara also has an ass cheek birthmark. Yeah. My head. Twins. Twins. <laughs> so I wanted to show you, I hit my butt so hard on a table recently. <laughs> yes. Which I, I don't even know how I, I slammed my ass into I a table. couldn't believe the bruise that you showed me. It's huge. It's massive. It's massive. And it is I'm talking deep purple. Yes. Yeah. Grimace purple. It's our old curtains. Purple. Yeah. And I want you to know it's actually only gotten worse. No. So Can after you show this, me later? I will show you later. It was so funny because, you know, when people moon you, mm -hmm. they don't care if you see their crack. I covered the you crack so perfectly. Covering <laughs> I cupped it. <laughs> I cupped the crack. Being your friend is so different than how I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. You think that you know what you're getting in for and then you have... A six foot seven gremlin psychopath who's also like, you're very goofy. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I didn't think that you would want to sit and listen to my stand up and then be like, I have to show you my ass. <laughs> I have to show you my yeah, ass. You didn't ask to see it. I said, no. I better show you, but <laughs> let me cover the crack. Yeah. Because really that does cool. seem more intimate. Yeah. Well, I think crack, if you show your friend the crack, mm -hmm. that's no longer a friend. That's now a lover. Yeah. I, the crack really is i'll show cheek all day long i can show cheek you can show cheek but the crack well then it gives you perspective yes. it's kind of where i'm mm -hmm. i draw the line yeah i don't want you to know how far it could continue right i don't want you to know where you know i've actually seen cracks that are surprisingly long have yeah. you ever seen a long crack yeah or i think to myself how could it possibly how is that keep not going? your back <laughs> How is that? How is that not back? You know what I mean? Have you ever seen that? I don't know. Actually, now that you're now that you're like, I've seen a butt. I've seen a butt go on for so long. Did it start I, so high? It started like it started two? so high, and I remember thinking like, I bet you have to buy special panties. Or that's how the trend started in the early 2000s. Yeah, where it the, was a high crack McGee. The the thong was actually above the hip. Because that's where the, the crack, crack started. started. Which your your crack should not start above hey, the I'm hip. Hey, I'm not here to body shame. Wherever your crack lies, I'm happy to be there. But I remember sometimes uh, thinking, Whoa. well, that's, that's all crack, no cheek. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God All bless. crack, no cheek is the name of the episode. It <laughs> has to be. Wait, it is fun. I mean, there's so many fun things about you being your friend because like people think that they know you, but when you really know you, it is so much, it's even crazier than you can possibly imagine. I go not 48 hours without texting you. I don't know what you're talking about. And you'd think you guys that I have, it's like the biggest, you, by the way, you never like text back a lot. You're never give, you're a very business texter, but God forbid I go two days without texting you. Mackenzie is spiraling on Snapchat. You're spiraling about, well, are you, do you even miss me? Uh, are you even going to come to work on time tomorrow? I'm calling HR. I miss you, <laughs> dude. Yeah. yeah. What's the problem? You miss my bits. 
I missed my best friend. You were out of town. I needed to hear from you. I was out of town for four nights. That's, That's literally so too long. long. I know. I literally was like, I don't know if I can be away from you for that long. I had things happen. I saw other people and I was like, what is my life anymore? No, literally. What? Stupid. It It is like... It's so crazy. But everyone who came out to see the shows in Sunnyvale, thank you so much for being there. I had the best fucking time. And a lot of people being like, what are you doing in Sunnyvale? And to that, I say, take it up with somebody else. My agent. Mackenzie Goodwin's yeah. crack. <laughs> it's your crack with glasses on. Honestly. Saying, go to Sunnyvale. My crack with glasses on is so much more professional than half the agents in this industry. That's so true. Hi. 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 And a lot smarter. True, honestly. She's a reader. She's a reader. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do want to talk about, I know we're a couple weeks late, but the Golden Globes just happened. Yeah. We're, we're finally into award season. Yes. And I know it's been kind of everywhere, but that actor from Saltburn, uh-huh. and we're going to get into Saltburn later. What is his name? He's the Irish actor. It's really not my job to know that. And it's not, I don't need to know men's names. It's not Jacob Elordi. I don't need to know actors' names. Yeah. Well, first off, everyone was like, Jacob Elordi, Jacob Elordi. Mm-hmm. The tall one. Sure. Everyone loves a tall man. Do they not? They do. If you're tall, you can get away with literally anything. I, I know. We're going to get into the other one, but I have to say the way that- Barry Keoghan. Barry Keoghan. And I'm going to be honest, there's no way that Keoghan is the last it's name. It's not. BAFTA winning Barry Keoghan. It's got to be Co- Cohen. BAFTA winning Barry Keoghan. Sure. Keoghan. Hmm. <laughs> Can you just look at the spelling? Like, give it a whirl. Would Do you? I have to? Give it a whirl. Yeah, it's got to be it's Keoghan. Like, it's like, you know how Sersha is spelled nowhere near what Sersha is? Yeah. It's giving that. Let me just say, that's Barry. First of all, that's Barry. Let's that's go with Barry. Barry. Let's go with Barry K. Have you thought about Barry Keoghan? <laughs> Barry Kay, and then the other one's the tall guy. Jacob Elordi. The way, because I mean, you even remember when Jacob handed a water bottle to him. They were doing all these press moments. A tall man just has to hand you a drink and it goes viral. People lost the way that mm-hmm. people, if you're a man who's tall, that is all you need. You don't need much else. No, it's crazy. So it's like. I mean, and as see, a tall person, yeah, yeah, I know what it's like out there to be treated differently because of how tall I am. I wish I was taller. I had a Diane stroll up to me. Oh no, she <laughs> literally just said, y- "You're so tall." That's the nicest thing. I know people. People recognize when you have height, you got that stature. They're just like move out of the way. They're like a tall person's coming mm-hmm. through. Okay, but we're talking about Barry. And Barry is... A short king. Yeah. And so is um, that other guy. People are losing their minds for... Zendaya's boyfriend? Tom Holland? The other guy. The other short guy. He cooks in a show. (gasps) The bear. Yes. Yes, chef. Yes. People are losing their minds for short men. I'll tell you this. I understand for Tom Holland. I understand for Barry Kay. Yeah. The chef from the bear. Yeah, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. I wonder if this isn't dyke coated. This isn't dyke coated, but Barry is dyke coated. Yes, yes. That my whole FYP is just lesbians being like, this is a lesbian. This is a lesbian. And I'm like, everything I see him in, it's giving sapphic. Do I not have like that exact suit color that I just had custom made for me? 
you actually give off his energy. Yeah. Well, that's because that's our our fr- fashion sense is like masculine, but like flashy, a pearl, a little gold ring. Pearl, but he's doing an suits. earring. He's doing matching suits, but the top is a vest. Hi. I'm like, that's a little pocket dike. What are that's we a doing? Little, tiny- that's a literal pocket dike. Yeah. He. Yeah. That's all of us. That's yeah. our fashion right there. And I love it. I'm going to be honest. He's very cute. No, I know. And this is also I knew when I was getting into salt burn, people. I feel like people are not understanding that there is an overlap between things that like gay men will like and yeah. like mask dykes are going to also really draw in on it. Mm-hmm. And Saltburn hit a lot of things for me where I was like, we'll get into it. Right. Fair. I don't want to talk about Saltburn yet. We're edging Saltburn review. You're welcome. So I did have a question. I love when you ask me questions. Have you ever? Because I have- <laughs> I'm sorry. I got excited. Yes, I have. Thank you so much. I know I need a haircut. I literally need a haircut. I actually kind of like it messy. Really? This I long? Do. I do like it long and messy. I feel like you can't even see my eyebrows. What eyebrows? I'm waiting to get my um my engagement photos taken before I get it cut. I think it looks good, but I understand waiting. You want to get a fresh cut. I got like a fresh dye right before. See, you know what I'm talking about. It's all about timing. We were talking earlier about red carpet, red carpet photos, because Barry keeps looking like a little lesbian on the carpet. Mm -hmm, And God bless him. And God bless him. Have you ever, because at the Golden Globes, um, there was kind of some controversy. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. With Kylie. Kylie was all over. Timothy. Timothy. Who also gives a little bit of a lesbian vibe. I know. All men are kind of leaning into lesbian. I think the 2024 is year of the lesbian. Yeah, something's happening where men are feeling like the men that everyone in mainstream is kind of like because the nineties are ogling over. Nineties are back. It's more Leo. Think about the men of the nineties. They were almost they were all androgynous. They were like big lipped, Mm -hmm. chiseled jaw. Yeah, kind of womanly hair on the front. It's happening again. It's happening. Huh? I mean, androgyny sexy. Of course. Timothy and Kylie were approached by Selena Gomez. This is a legend. Uh, say her name right or don't say it at all. Selima Gomez. Thank you. <laughs> so she approached them, allegedly asked for a photo, and Kylie said no mm-hmm. to the photo of her and Timothy. Then Selima tiptoes back to her table mm-hmm. with Madame Swaft. Yeah. And is videographed. Videographed. <laughs> huh? Sorry. Yeah. Videograph. <laughs> Dude. Actually, yeah. you're on the old pictograph. Crank, crank, crank. Okay. So she's videographed saying yeah. to Taylor Swift, I tried to take a picture it. And she said no. And then they're like, <gasps> drama, drama, drama. It's drama. giving high school cafeteria yeah. drama. It's very fun it's very fun to watch like young hollywood but young hollywood now are what aren't they all in their 30s they're all, it's aren't they really. all grown-ups aren't they all the age of our parents when our parents already had a, like two houses and four kids yes and they're all like yeah exactly i mean wow we are all we're watching grown adults kind of give drama listen i love drama i love same so i'm here for it actually i love it is it is it funny to watch? Absolutamente. Yeah. I feel like, and let me know if I'm going too wide here. Mm. I think that 
there are there's a large group of people yeah that when the pandemic happened mm-hmm. they were like i'm somebody else you do not know me anymore i'm one of those people yeah. i became sober i cut my hair i was like i need to become who i am meant to be yeah which is cat williams and then there's another group of people that when the pandemic hit they stopped they doubled down like, on exactly what they were they almost like have this like uh, they have completely stopped developing as people Mm -hmm. so that means like there's a bunch of (laughs) well do you know the the theory of like i don't even know if it's an actual theory but it's been said that when you become famous you stop at that age you became famous i've heard this yeah so that's why drew barrymore is awesome doing that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's i have i've noticed that when you become famous as like a child actor Mm -hmm. you kind of do have like a little bit of a stunted growth yes there's a little bit of an emotional intelligence that is that's halted halted or it's definitely different because you had to go through different things like a lot of these people did not go through high school college or grow up with a lot of other young adults right you're around people uh grown-ups you're around grown-ups all day yeah and also like all of hollywood does feel so clicky that there is inevitably those like those types of moments which are like humiliating to watch it's but also are we not just sitting back with popcorn enjoying the show? I'm loving every moment. We're of it. eating it up. Give us more. But I'm saying all all of those people in this were child actors mm-hmm. or child celebrities. Yeah. So it is fun to watch these grown adults act like children. Yeah. Because they got kind of are. For sure they are. I'm here for it. I'm here for the drama. I'm here for the high school gossip. Me too. Have you ever asked for a celebrity photo? Have you ever asked a celebrity for a photo? Yeah. It is interesting that Selena asked Timothy for a photo. I assume that they just go around because I've been to shows like this. And usually when you're talking to somebody, a photographer will come up and say, can I get a picture of you? Right. And then they pose. It's usually not like you grab the photographer and go, I want to pose with this person. Right. But I was, I was picturing a selfie. (gasps) That makes more sense. Yeah. That is bizarre, though. Still weird. Still weird. No, um, I I have asked for a photo from a celeb. I've Who asked for a asked? couple. A couple. I've asked for Chadwick Boseman. Great one. She's a great one. He wow. was really really nice. Tina Fey, who was very nice, but she made herself take it. She was like, I don't want you. She grabbed the phone <laughs> and took the selfie herself. I think she wanted to hit the right angle. She knows her angles. And who else? Tom Hanks. Big those are my, my three ones yeah holy what shit. about you have you done i'm trying to think if there have been celebs because i've like i've let some go past me and i regret it like maya rudolph i regret mm-hmm. maya that's not you'll you'll see her again i know but there's some i'm like even grab like, them if they're bit like or even like megan fox yeah i wish i would have told her that like jennifer's body was important to me <laughs> i think she knew <laughs> I think she saw you and she was like, don't she know. She sees me sweating behind the cash register. Like, just looking at your gay ass. Rock and mint hot tea. <laughs> She's like, I got it. I feel like she did have an aura of like, you're welcome for Jennifer's body. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, I remember getting one. Mm-hmm. So yours are very cool. You got Chadwick. You've got fucking Tom Hanks. And Tina Fey. A-listers. When I... <laughs> I'm so scared for This yours. one celeb that like and i've seen uh, more famous people and i've been i haven't moved an inch yeah one that i was like i must get a photo with <laughs> must is like they've got to be so because these were my three musts yeah 
and i'm like have i told this on the pod before i don't know because i'm so nervous because uh, i'll put i'll send the picture to leah who was your must dog the bounty hunter i said grab my camera i'm dragging dog How old were you dude i'm 30 stop <laughs> dude stop. it was 30. recent recent that's embarrassing that's a bad i one. was like i have to i must rachel uh, but you know, i was at like eric andre's birthday party yeah and there were like a bunch of celebs but for me i'm like i'm not gonna i can't ask tom hanks you know sure who you i can. can ask actually can i dog the bounty hunter can i tell you in all three of the photographs and i'll send them to leah for her to put them up yeah in all photographs tom tina and chadwick mm-hmm. i was drunk incredible <laughs> see that was wondering what gave you the confidence to go up yeah i was wasted in all of them that's the way to do it yeah i'm i was not i was dead sober and i, I said think this. sober yeah you can't but i'm wondering if we do throw this picture up mm-hmm. i'm wondering because every once in a while you are they gonna how, go like, whose dog no they'll you guys know who dog the bounty hunter is no, are he's they an issue go which one's which? oh stop <laughs> my twin my one fear every once in a while like do you ever have things that like you're pretty much fine with it you're at peace with it and then every once in a while before bed your mind will shoot to something horrible that you yeah and it'll be like oh you really fucked that girl's (laughs) name up do you know what i mean yeah i every once in a while (laughs) every once in a while my Mm. brain will be like that was a dog the bounty hunter impersonator and you humiliated yourself (laughs) You'll never know it because it but was I wonder an, if the Diane's will be able to tell because it was an Eric Andre party. Yeah. Who knows? I have a feeling it was a dog. The bounty hunter impersonator. That was a cr- I watched Eric Andre. I almost said Eric the Andre. <laughs> huh? I watched him get circumcised Live. in front of everyone. Yeah, that sucks. He has really good um, parties. <laughs> you were going to say penis. Oh, my God. He imagine. has really good penis. He has really good penis. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys... I guess that's what I want to say. If yeah, you look at this picture s- of me and Dog the Bounty Hunter and uh-huh. you're like, that's an impersonator, don't tell me. Actually, please leave it I in the comments. I don't want to know. Comment on Apple Podcasts <laughs> or Spotify. I don't want to know. It's like that same me. thing of when we're at a G Flip concert and we're like, holy cow, Renee raps here. And then they're like, that's not Renee rap. <laughs> it is embarrassing. It is. But I don't think I've asked for a photo for any. Actually, one other one. Let me hear. Dane Cook stop those are my two you know my thing of dane cook oh should i share it yes it too please we're two by the way professional comedians we're professional comedians but we grew up in a time where dane cook was like hot dane cook was selling arenas i don't think that people understand dane cook was massive there was a huge stand-up comedy was dead and then he came out and like he made it massive it it, was actually crazy i no one else was doing arena to even now he did the target center to do he did coyote stadium or whatever wherever the fuck i saw him at no we both went to his stadium tour i know separately in the same year before we met which is so nuts but he did a i mean to do a stadium tour even as a singer songstress yes is already so hard to do massive but as a comedian where you are barely moving on the stage and it's just a spoke it's spoken it's crazy it's insane it was unheard of so he was I, so late. He was, I don't know how late he was because I was late because oh. I had a prior engagement. What was it? This is, I want to say that <laughs> this is like so unbelievably sad, but it is funny in hindsight. Right. In hindsight, it's funny. I had my mother's funeral <laughs> that same day. And then I, I, <laughs> I can't believe 
And I was like, I can't miss Dane Cook. I was not doing well, Dude. I would like to say. And I <laughs> raced over from the funeral. No, I we went to the like that after party. So this was the after after party. <laughs> and I raced over and saw Dane Cook kind of like to top off the night the night so like what a bad day and then to really top it off with an even worse night <laughs> for real yeah go see dane, dane cook. cook it is um i love that you were like can we wrap this thing up i have tickets to see to dane win, cook. to see dane cook i think that's not i mean that is not how it was right of but course. it is no, funny to yes, imagine yes no i think i was like this yeah this day couldn't get any worse let's go do something where i'm gonna hate myself more after it's unbelievable yeah honestly it's Oh, it's I think it's something year, that really connects us, honestly. Oh, man. His show was well, this is funny because it was he was selling out really well, but we got there so late that mm -hmm. because he didn't sell the top out, they actually pushed us to I got almost like front row. They oh. gave us like front row tickets because they were like, no one's sitting up there. Can you fill it? Oh, wow. So we got really close. What a wild world. And then when you start like I started doing stand up, mm -hmm. I was doing these like really good shows in LA like remember when like people were doing they just started doing the fa the fad of like random ass pop-up comedy shows with yeah. huge lineups yeah and I was like my first year into comedy and I got in with these guys that would put me like with Sarah Silverman yeah. or I'd do like random shows where I'd be like I would have no business it'd be like Natasha Leggero and then Rachel Scanlon yeah it would be like you remember these but shows. But that's like an L.A. show. Yeah. You're going to get some heavy hitters and then some open micers or, or people that are just Just starting. coming up yeah. or whatever. And it, you can like, if you're good and like blah, whatever. Yeah. I'd be like, I remember Anthony Jessel like, like being a f like impressing a girl that I was trying to sleep with for me. That's very nice. I was like, can you throw me a bone here? And I walked off as Anthony walked off stage. He said to me, he was like, hey, nice set tonight. You were super funny, man. Th and that girl was like, wow. Yeah that's nice Anthony Je but then I remember being like Dane Cook would do some of these shows mm -hmm. and like other random people that when you're like not a comedian you're like this is everything I just had a flashback tell me Dane Cook did the exact opposite of what Anthony Jeselnik did to you I went I accidentally saw him I want you to know yeah accidentally saw him again yeah where he was not supposed to be on the lineup he popped he in. popped up like a celebrity drop-in right right and this was like years after the tour he had kind of like dropped off the face of the earth he was trying to make a comeback he was kind of bombing on stage mm -hmm. and then yelled at my girlfriend yeah yes screamed at her from stage i was on that show are you serious yeah i think that's why you guys were there i was doing that show <gasps> and he was bombing turned on somebody in the crowd i think you were there because i was doing that show whoa dude he weird. was bombing and turned on them with the improv yeah yeah weird 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 that's crazy i forgot that you were there dude it was wild anyways dane cook has kind of followed me ever since i was in high school and honestly we can't shake this guy i can't shake this guy <laughs> so he's kind of my origin story unfortunately <laughs> for comedy <laughs> He might have been my first ever comedy show. Dude, he's was your that Cat Williams. Night. Yeah, he's... Cat Williams <laughs> is in another... I'm obsessed with Cat Williams. We're, everyone's obsessed with Cat Williams. So tell me, because I haven't seen it. I've just been hearing about Cat Williams. And I, I know that you've been... You watched the whole interview. I've been in a K-hole 
And when I say K, I do not mean ketamine. I mean Cat Williams. I love that so much, dude. I That's mean, so funny. You know, I was traveling last week. And when I'm traveling, you got to find something to get into. Right. For a lot of people, it's listening to us. And thank God. Yeah. For me, thank it was you. listening to Cat Williams. I don't want to say thank you, Diane's. Thank you, Sharks, for another year with us. Yeah, 2024 true. is going to fucking rock. We're going crazy. We're about to drop to some our dates. cities. So can this we, is actually tea. Can we tell them we're going to do it? In about a week or two, we're dropping tickets to a huge tour that we're doing. We can't tell you anymore. Can Just we tell get them ready. What date we're gonna drop them? No. <sighs> okay, keep your eyes peeled. But we're gonna be dropping like twenty six cities. It's coming. Okay. <gasps> okay. <gasps> First, uh, I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. I decide. By the way, what? I need to sidebar with you about how Nazar, my angel, who I love more yes. than anything in this fucking world, I would literally, literally take a bullet for her. Yeah. I would literally do anything for her. I love her. And we've, sure, we've had our ups and downs. We have okay. things that we fight about. Sure. The past two weeks, this angel has been snoring and I don't know who she is and I cannot live like this. What do I do? I wake her up uh-huh. and she's pissed. And then she goes back to snoring. Goes back to sleep, goes back to snoring. Okay, that's, who are you? That's Erica, but with coughing. So Erica, what are we doing? Erica coughs all night. I'm like coughing, coughing all night. Wakes herself up coughing. Oh, it no. is horrid. I think it's because it's cold. Here's what I think. My angel got her ears pierced. She's scared to sleep on her side. She just got her She's, ears pierced. She's in her late twenties. Don't come. At, that's my fiance. You're talking about. What is she doing? Getting her ears? What do you mean? Pierced? What is she? She can do whatever she wants. She's a grown woman. It's. It was her second holes. We were trying to see Renaissance. It was sold out. So we went to Claire's and got her ears pierced. Good for you guys. She's in her Saturn return. Okay. So she's just doing she's becoming whatever the her. fuck she yeah. wants right love, now. Love. Very hot. But that person snores. Okay. And I'm. But now I have a question. Yeah. Would you rather a snore, which is kind of like a consistent. <laughs> okay. Kind of can be soft. Or one of these. <coughs> yeah. No, I'm taking snoring every day. What do you mean? She's coughing. Wakes herself up coughing. It no. is a living hell. No, dude. There's I'm in a battlefield at night. Here's the thing. I'm like, I'm gay. Yeah. Who's snoring around me? No one. The only snorer I know is my dad. So I associate snoring with to men. dads. And I do men. too. It's so I'm like man. my tiny little angel hasn't snored once. We've been together for five years. She's never snored. Two wow. weeks. I'm like, hey, what's You're changed? sawing logs over there, babe. Mm-mm. I'm mm. I'm sleeping in fear because when she wakes up, she's pissed. As if it's your fault. As if it's my fault, I can't sleep. She's also, she's snoring on the inhale and the exhale. How is that possible? That's too much. That's like, here's Ooh, the thing. That's not even, I'm like, anatomically. It's a bait and switch. Feels, she asked you to marry her. And now. And now the snoring comes out. I'm, I'm terrified. She's really letting her bra come off. Yes. I think it's just the only, and I'm like, can you please turn over? I would push her. I would roll her it's over. It's getting to be. Wow. You think you know someone. No, I know. The okay. coughing. So she, the coughing. I'm like, we got to get some of her remedies out. Don't bring it up. <laughs> Don't. Because she'll kill me. But the remedies. But we did talk about how. our Neither of our partners believe in Western medicine and it's an issue. It drives me fucking bonkers. And our, par- our partners also don't know how to keep time. Also an issue. Okay, so. I'm trying to sleep. I can't because now this stranger that I'm going to marry mm-hmm. has become somebody who snores. Yeah. Crazy. I'm watching TikTok. This is the day the interview drops. I'm seeing Cat Williams. Okay. I K-hole. Deep. 
for longer than the interview is. So for those listening, because I know a lot of our listeners are not necessarily Cat Williams fans. Fair. <laughs> we don't have a, a huge crossover in demographics. <laughs> I think Cat Williams, if you don't know, yeah. is a stand-up comedian who, who is this yay big. Yeah, very sh- petite. He is a short king, but I'm going to be original. honest, the energy of the world's tallest man. Yeah, he is 5'5". Five, five. He's tiny, but so fucking funny. I grew up watching him. I love him. He's, I mean, he's a so total funny. vibe. He like drops special after special, whereas Velvet is like total. Yeah, he's like a comedy machine. Yes, he rocks. He's like a legacy. So he's a three hour long interview with Shannon Sharp, right? Yeah. Is that his who, name? Who is, I think a football player. Yeah. For the Miami Vice. No. For the Miami Heat. He plays football for Miami. Do Dolphins? No, he's an ex-NFL player. And he was... So am I. Yeah, Shannon Sharp. And he's a very good-looking man. His teeth... I love those teeth. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So he, That man's jacked. He is the body of what Rachel would love. I literally am like, that's my body goals. Um, I've never heard of this show or this Shannon man. Yeah, so he's had a podcast for quite a while. Great. But once again, different demographics. Different, different, different demo. Cat Williams, I watched in clips the entire interview then i woke up i listened to the audio almost three hours and then later that night i watched the video so you've seen the interview almost three times that's right that's nine hours of cat williams it's actually not even nearly enough cat williams for me wow and what would you like to talk about for the takeaway what did you the takeaway for is kind of what we were saying with like the Salima Gomez of it all. Yeah. There is something unbelievably fascinating yeah. about the people kind of like revealing what like this industry is kind of like. I think I know why. Tell me. I think I know what's going on. We had summer break. Okay. <laughs> AKA the pandy. The pandy. Okay. We all were we were all and away the strike and honestly. we were all away from each other for a very long time mm-hmm. now the industry is back and we want to talk yes. and we want we have drama <laughs> i mean this is giving first week of school drama yes it this is. is giving like what did you do over the summer yeah this is what Listen i did up, yeah pull up a chair and crack open a carton of milk yeah people want attention and they're giving it and i'm loving every I minute just, of it like, i'm it's like also stand up comedians mm-hmm. if you know any stand-up comedians like the amount of shit talking that takes place yeah about who's good wh- who has good material who's a hack like all of that who shit steals material yeah it's yeah. like it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's like real but to see somebody as big as cat williams go off on like people who have like empires within the industry well so this is what i i read an article about this and why cat williams is he's setting the record straight well the article was about cat williams and dave chappelle dave chappelle thinks that he's doing edgy material by doing trans material and punching punching down on a community that is being like marginalized and like whatever yeah he's punching down Whereas Cat Williams is punching up to all the people that are either at his level or higher. For sure. And they're like, that's actually way more brave to do than punching down on people that have no voice to come back at you. Right. You know? Well, the Chappelle thing is like a whole nother, like, that's insane. Right. But they're talking about like differences in edgy comedy. And edgy comedy is like going after people that are so much bigger than you. The powers that be. Yeah. The people who have... Right. Everything. So that's why I was like, I'm loving Cat Williams right now 
our underdog, our underdog kind of yeah. coming out of nowhere. And there's a lot of times where he has not Taking gotten swings the, at Steve Harvey. I exactly. mean, go crazy. But he's not gotten, a, I think, a lot of credit that he's been due for a long time. Yeah. I do like him quite a bit. Yeah. I think it's like, yeah, I could listen to I could listen to Cat Williams do anything. Yeah, I think after list me a dyke watching three hours of two men yeah. talking about other men for three hours is bananas it's a lot of men on men there's a lot of dude stuff right now am i just like there's I always feel like, been a lot of dude okay stuff. The, there's always a lot of dude stuff forever since always because of everything mm-hmm. but like i feel like there was a blip where we were like we love women yeah and there's just like a lot of, i mean every move i'm like honestly trying finding it hard to even sense a barbie sink my teeth into anything a guy movie because like i just want to i mean i if you get a taste of females yeah it's hard to go back i know and i really enjoy watching i mean i prefer i think i mean i like anything that's interesting and good but Mm -hmm. like i'm i really have like a deep fascination and love for women yeah and like the way that women see things the way that women like think and talk about and when women talk to each other i have like chills i don't need to see more expendables you know, I, yeah, I don't need no, more sure. movies I don't with need any 13. More wild hogs. Exactly. I'm like, we don't need more male-driven action movies. Right. Like, I'm and over I, it. I really love, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, but I am like obsessed with women for, and yeah. not just like, I'm well, not. Mean Girls is coming out. Yeah. Like, there, we are getting some. We're getting some. Barbie, but... Barbie, I would say, blew open the box office pussy. <laughs> blew it right off. You're not allowed to say blew open the, the box, box office, office pussy. pussy. Why not? <laughs> That's what Barbie did. Don't scream at me. That's what Barbie did. That's what Barbie did. That's what Barbara did. It's the fact that Barbie is short for Barbara. That's hot. Is heinous. You know, it's heinous. I like it. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Should we talk Saltburn? No. <laughs> I can't believe you. No. I can't believe you. These poor listeners it's, are like. We have an ask a day. All right, fine. Don't even look. We're barely in it. All right. We hey, barely even. You know, I'll talk to Shannon Sharp for the rest of my life. Gotta ask a day tonight. I've got to ask a day tonight. I've got to and if you have an Ask a Dyke, feel free to leave us a, a voicemail at the Dyke hotline or you can send us an email. And while you're while we're doing a little bit of this housework, yeah. could you leave us a review? Would it kill you? Leave us a review, especially on Apple Podcasts, if you want your city to be on the next tour. Because as you know, we asked you guys a couple episodes ago, leave your city, leave your city. Guess what? We booked almost every single city that somebody left a review for. So go leave your city because they, they are looking at that yeah yeah they they being steve harvey and our agent and kevin hart shout out sam (laughs) okay we have an ask a dyke okay mackenzie and rachel dykes i have an ask dyke for you both um and first off i just want to say thank you so much for making this podcast i'm 30 years old and um everybody's gay now which is great but when i came out I don't know, at the age of 21, it felt like maybe not everyone was gay. And so, anyways, your content has given me life, so thank you. Okay, my acidite is this, squirting. Um, I thought that squirting was not real and completely invented by men making 
porn videos. Um, but turns out, actually, I've now had sex with two different women who squirt in the last, I don't know, four months. And turns out it's not a joke. It's not made up. So riddle me this. I, um, I, I, everyone's body does what it needs to do. That's amazing. Love it. It's not a trivial amount of liquid. So for me, as somebody who's casually having sex with people who squirt, what can I do to mitigate somebody's squirting without making them feel badly about themselves? Like, uh, that is my question because right now my mattress has some, quite frankly, squirting liquid in it. And I would prefer for that not to happen. I know there's mattress covers, but like, anyways, okay. Dykes, thank you so much for all that you do. And thank you for your answer to this question. Thank you so much. Hi, welcome back to Two Squirty Dykes. 1-800-MAKER-SQUIRT. Ah, that's crazy. Is it crazy? Uh, you know what? It's crazy. Here's wh- where I was like, whoa. Yeah. Being like, it's in the mattress. In. It's in. soaked in like a sponge. Um, Wait. Yeah. I have to ask you so many things. Okay. And real talk, I know that there's three cameras in front of us and we're speaking on our podcast that we've <laughs> built from the ground really? up. Yeah. However. The answer is yes. Okay. I have been with one. You have? Yes. And I understand it is not a small amount. <laughs> not a trivial, trivial amount of Trivial amount of liquid. Mm-hmm. I get on the floor. If you know and you're like, hey, don't point at me. If you know that the mattress needs saving mm-hmm. and you're like, I can't, I couldn't possibly get a waterproof mattress pad because that's, please, that is a thing. Here's, you can just get one of those. Let's, there's also, there were so many good points made. What were the good points made? The good points made were, you remember what before Orange is the New Black, not everyone was gay. In fact, we were a rarity. Well, I I was like, I, I miss when we had like in the early tens the early tens when the world was still bud light platinum and, and there we had no things that were just for us we had orange is the new, orange is the new black broke my internet it broke my hymen that's what i'm saying hymen hi hymen. man hi hi listen i miss orange is the new black i miss having lesbian shows and I I, i'm hitting the l hard some like butches <laughs> yeah in orange i know i miss a strong upper bicep tattoo yeah okay okay a winged eyeliner yeah a little too much i miss per se i don't we Dare all I miss say, i miss yeah i miss like because episodes would drop and stuff and you'd all just like get together i miss and this is how you know it's fucking i miss l word gen q that's that actually is how you know it I is. I miss the L word Gen Q and getting together and then talking about it. We need lesbian, queer, sapphic shows again. I know. But dramas. I know. I'm talking prison dramas. Because Deadlock rocked. Deadlock yeah. is so good. Yeah. But I want like what's happening here. No, I know. I want. I and, want. And I've said it and I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. I want full frontal again. I know you want full frontal. We all want full frontal. You specifically keep begging for it in a way that I am kind of like, hey, what's going on at home? But More. also, we had, you remember the one with fucking Rachel Vice, Dead Ringers? Yeah. I actually need less. That was too much. You know what's crazy is I really thought that Rachel Vice was going to get some Emmy nods and, and Golden Globes for that. 
It's tough out here. It is tough out here. She deserved a lot, a I lot agree. more for that. I agree. We're Rachel heads. We're Rachel heads. We're talking about squirting. Okay. Yeah. Things are different now. Everyone's out there gay, which is so great. Yeah. Um, people have and always will be squirting. Yeah, it's not a myth. It's not a myth. That's very funny that you thought that this was a myth that men started. Because I feel like men are... I've heard that men are like, no, that's just chicks peeing on you. Yeah. Stupid. Have you ever squirted? I don't don't think so. On purpose? No. Okay, squirting is a thing. Yeah, but But this is people who have. This is... Okay, here's my only... My only issue with our caller. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? I I don't. I haven't squirted proper. Do you oh, know what I mean? What does that mean? Have to you done me, it improperly? Where I have been with somebody who has, okay. and I've been like, I haven't been to that level before. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where I'm like, if you were to see Water what world. I did next to comparing her, what she did, you'd be like, <laughs> okay, cutie, you tried. It's a cutie versus a navel orange. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> How what I, the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. But yeah. I, my only issue with this question mm-hmm. is you cannot mitigate mm-hmm. a squirter. No, that's the wrong type of dike. You're not going to mitigate you that. Me? Yeah. Dike. I get it. The water system. Thank yeah. you. Listen, I uh, heard it. We're dikes, not dikes. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? You're not, it's not your duty as somebody who fucks women mm-hmm. to say, Hey, you're ruining my mattress. It's your duty to go get a tarp. It, you get a tarp. Listen, get we, a all, we all have subscriptions to REI. Of course. They have a great return policy. We all have Bass Pro Shop memberships. Your tarp return policy will last longer than the squirty relationship. Honestly, here, absolutely. 100%. You don't even need a return policy. No. Get a warranty on her because you're going to need the warranty. <laughs> I mean. You're going to blow through that tarp. There are ways, if you know this is always happening... You can put down so oh, many things to prepare yourself. Or uh, this, get, I would never, and this actually, if I can go wider yeah. for a second, I would never, if something that like somebody's body does naturally as mm-hmm. a response to pleasure, or even just like, you know, when you fuck, you get sweaty or yeah. whatever. And I am like, I have a little bit of like, sometimes OCD. I don't like to, yeah, I have like a little bit of like messiness stuff. But if somebody that I was having sex with mm-hmm. had any of these like natural body responses, I would much rather prepare for it then like bring it up to somebody because the second um somebody that you're sleeping with is in their head it's way harder to come so if you're worried it's just about, not like, as fun if you're worried about like oh well, is you my body shame. gonna do it the second you're like my body's gonna do whatever it's gonna do you better buckle up babe yeah then you're gonna have so much more fun sex i agree i would straight up show up in a tarp like i'm at niagara falls yes like yeah, a poncho yeah a poncho yes. you know what i'm talking about I like do. we're about to ride magic mountain or whatever the, the wave know. at valley fair yes yeah. so i would just like log ride it up mm-hmm. get prepared and ride that ride yeah i think so too yeah. i would make it more like okay you didn't know that squirting was a real thing it is real mm-hmm. and enjoy the ride yeah put, put goggles on get a snorkel that's what i'm saying yeah and i th- I do think like actually just move to the floor if yeah. that's gonna be i mean i know you don't want structural damage to the <laughs> to the house <laughs> water damage through the floorboards you don't want that but like the second floor is... breaks through <laughs> i'm like then you get an appraisal <laughs> <laughs> this house 
has been compromised. <laughs> yeah. But then take it as a pat on the back. Like, or yeah, you should be proud. Sex, you yeah. know, go where there, go where wetness is appropriate. Exactly. I think that answers <laughs> that question pretty good. We have one. <laughs> Wait, that was, by the way, an awesome voicemail. When you guys leave us voicemails, we sit here, we listen, we adore you guys. And we like are so, we're are so we like, you guys are so funny. Thank you for sending that. That rocked. Squirting is real. We have one more. Ask it, Ike. Question is, what do I do? Because I keep having crushes on all of my friends. Um, not like all of them all at one time. Really, maybe two at a time, but most often just one at a time. And it's often with a gal pal who our relationship started out as friends or specifically under the pretense of friendship, like a meetup, but the meetup being like, I'm looking for friends. Um, one friend that I do really like a lot has specifically told me that she is like not, she does not date friends at all, ever. And once that door is closed, the door being the door that you were friendship, she just cannot go back. And I do have a big crush on her. Um, so I'm just kind of wondering like, what do you do when you have a crush on your friend? Even if it's a friend who didn't specifically say, I don't date friends, just a friend that you hang out with and maybe it seems like they like you back, but you're really not sure because like girls are just nice. And is there any sort of like, am I just feeling this way because I like these people because they're my friends? Do I feel this way because I like them because I like them, you know? Yeah. Okay. That's good. Thank you so much for writing into us with your voice. Hmm. Okay. The question is, yeah. what do I do? I keep falling in love with my friends. I don't think it's falling in love. It's oh, I have crushes on my friends. Yeah. Which there's is... two types of people in this world. Mm -hmm. There are people that have crushes on their friends all the time. Right. And then there's people that are like Mackenzie. Yeah, I've I have not had many crushes on friends. The fact that you haven't had a crush on me for the first I want to say four years, mm -hmm. I had to really be like, "Are you fucking serious?" I just don't. I'm like this person when I have a friendship. You're a friend. There's been a couple very like in my lifetime, maybe two that I've been like, "Whoa, I like my friend," but that is like rare rare and then i can get over it pretty quickly hmm. so i understand the boundaries of like like i have boundaries with friends yeah where i can't look at somebody like that that's amazing yeah Mackenzie's much more boundary which mm -hmm. i think is very healthy and i've been trying to learn boundaries from you for the past 60 years yeah and it's been working it's kind of yeah there's You've definitely been, been improvements there have been a lot of improvements lately for sure i was like you told me something in the in the kitchen and i was like wow i am proud of you are you serious yeah i'm really proud oh of my you God. you're making really big strides dude then hook up with me no, seal the see, deal already and this is okay, okay okay here we go but i would say i have crushes on all, all my friends yeah. and i think for me too i think a crush is not something that i'm worried about yeah so me having a crush on a friend is like i just have such a fine line between your physical beauty and my admiration for you as a friend and when you are successful or if you're growing or like just like i i have a crush on like so many of my friends but it to me is never an issue where i'm like oh i'm i, I am sick of it but i think that crush 
a crush can be something so light. Yeah. And like light, like an attraction. Like I can look at people and be like, wow, I could be attracted to you. Yeah. Light crushes. Easy. But then there are deep debilitating yes i think about you every waking moment mm -hmm. i literally wonder what our kids would look like Whoa. together i wonder what a family would be <gasps> like with you that is a deep crush okay yeah the, the deep like we're writing poetry you, like when right. i hear music i picture your face yes okay so i still have those two right so i'm like oh my god rachel but there yeah there are ranges of crushes totally also i feel like sometimes You'll go through phases. Mm -hmm. Like I sometimes have phases and honestly it could be tied to the moon. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I haven't looked into it, but there are phases within a like calendar year. Truly. Yeah. Where everyone that I see, You're I right. have these like eyes for where I'm just like, okay, I go through phases like that too. Yeah, That's totally normal. I wonder if it's like, this is a time in this person's life mm -hmm. where they're like, all of my friends are just fucking singing to me right yeah, now. And yeah. I, I don't think it needs to be like, also your friends are probably hot and awesome and well, talented. And queer like, people are, people are shiny. Queer people are like so alluring. Like, yes. and it's okay. Like all of, all of that. Yeah. This to me, isn't that crazy. It doesn't feel crazy at all. And like a lot of us too, in our, in our community, mm -hmm. like we like have close like friendships. So how would you bring it up? Cause this person is kind of asking, if should I, I tell them? Should I tell one? And to me, I'm like, all right, it depends on the range of the crush. Yeah. If it is that light, like, I just think you're really cute. I admire you crush. You definitely don't need to tell them. I would just feel it out. Yeah. But if it is a deep yearning, I want, <laughs> I want to be with you for the rest of my life. There is such there. You're right. There is a huge difference between a crush and yearning. I'm talking about like a Rachel a Scanlon yearning or an Emily Dickinson. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. how, how big is it? Would you ruin your brother's wife's marriage? You know, like <laughs> your brother and his wife's marriage yeah. to be with this person or what? You're yeah. I think it's, I've, I'm also like, everyone can tell when I have a crush on them. Can they? Yeah. Okay. I'm like a very, and it doesn't like, I'm kind of like, what would be the point of sitting them down? If you're like at the point where like, all I do is think about this person yeah. and I need this to come to a head because it's getting in the way of our friendship. And I feel like there's a tension right. that like something needs to tip. Yeah. Then yeah. Like you can discuss. I mean, I wouldn't sit them down. I wouldn't like, either. I get mean, a boardroom or but anything. Like, ask them out. You know, if it needs, Go if, get something, if something needs to be on one side or the other, because yeah. you're like, this is too much. Make a move. Then make a move. Yeah. But if you're just like, I have a crush on my friends and, and it's like, I think just looking at what the effect of it would be. Right. If you are, if you need something to change, then yeah. yeah. But otherwise, you know, it's also like, I don't know, telling somebody a crush on them can be really fun and like silly. I agree. I think a lot of people put so much pressure on telling somebody that you like them. Yeah. Whereas it doesn't need to have that much pressure. Like you can tell a friend you like them and if they don't like you back, that's fine. Literally send somebody a Valentine when it's not Valentine's Day. Cute. Easy. Cute. Hi. I, if it was if it was February 14th, you'd be my Valentine. 
it's not goofy people just like have fun yeah i think put less pressure on it if you want to shoot your shot shoot your shot yeah but you don't need to just tell people you have crushes on them if you want to shoot it shoot it i mean if it's this many people my god just no i know it's like it seems like you're in a phase you're in this this like you're in this really open flirty time and those are really fun times yeah go flirt with everyone enjoy it also like cool you have a hot queer friend group we all do enjoy it you're on the l word gen q hi drop the episode we'll watch it it's salt burn time finally jesus i don't want to be here mechanic okay okay diane's kenny and i went to see salt burn i from the from the drop knew Mm -hmm. i wanted to see this film with my best friend i like when we go see films together me too we both love movies i love go see eileen with me movies tonight you know i will i've been hearing weird things take me to see it i will Lazar's going to the gym let's go okay don't pressure Wrap me on a live up. podcast don't pressure me like this you know i will it's not live don't pressure me in this live podcast that comes out <laughs> okay okay um we saw Saltburn, and we left the theater having two wildly different experiences yeah we went in i was like i'm excited about this movie mm-hmm. um i love rosamund pike yeah you do love you love her and i love men's bodies you love men's bodies i also love em- emerald fennel who wrote promising young woman and yeah I, I really liked that movie and that movie was too much for me which is funny because i really liked that movie i know isn't that crazy yeah saltburn is literally just about barry our young chap going to uni mm-hmm and then basically having this deeply infatuation with our our tall boy jacob which i get i understand i think most of america in the world is deeply infatuated with jacob already right i know now. they really are you this give movie, a man height <laughs> this movie shows hog this movie shows a real hog turns out that was not a prosthetic that was his real he's packing heat <laughs> he's packing mad heat yeah listen if you're put a, sh- a pocket dike yeah you're gonna there's something happening yeah you think that riz comes from nowhere no it's okay so okay. there are some scene, and this is the scene that everyone was everyone was talking about the bathtub scene okay yeah the bathtub scene so he goes and he's invited to a summer at this mansion it's an estate yeah right? they're a very very wealthy land-owning family in england mm-hmm so he goes, he stays with Jacob Elordi and his family mm-hmm. for the summer at Saltburn. Yes. And he has a room that they share a bathroom together. Mm-hmm. So he has a guest room. There's a bathroom in the middle and then Jacob Elordi. And at one point in the film, Jacob's character is jerking it. Cranking it. Cranking it hard. Yeah. In the bathtub. And he can hear this. And he's listening, listening. When he exits the bathroom, then Barry goes in and starts sipping on the bathwater. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, this is where... People lost their minds. Lost their minds. And I'll tell you what. It wasn't enough. (laughs) I, if I'm being honest, didn't bother me a smidge. I know. I didn't care. I was like, that's fine. People really were like up in arms about this. Which I was like, why? I don't know. I think like yeah i think because people are like scared of like any type of gayness yeah and there are some graphic scenes sexually throughout the whole film so he also eats out the sister on her period and he has period blood all over his mouth Mm -hmm. and then he calls himself a vampire yeah 
Also didn't bother me. Me neither. Also, once again, didn't Same thing. face didn't me. Didn't kind of flinch. But this whole movie is like, basically, you watch this little, like... Meek? This guy mm-hmm. becoming, honestly, just like a little... He, like, uses his, like, sexuality mm-hmm. to try to, like, take these powerful people and become one of them. Yeah. He's really trying to, like, become. Mm-hmm. And he picks them off one after the other right he's like obviously like deeply infatuated with jacob but like the whole family he wants wealth he wants prestige he wants to consume this uh, this whole family right and like i kind of i kind of like this movie reminded me of parasite weirdly Mm -hmm. but also it was so much like a music video it's very vibey to me when we left i was like that is a music video for sure and it was so like i loved i was like look at all these like guys it's just like hot sweaty like i was just like in it was so much fun to watch Mm -hmm. and the soundtrack soundtrack slaps i was like this was such a fun movie yeah that i was like i'd never seen anything really quite like it Mm -hmm. and i like loved it yeah there was so you know i have the exact opposite feelings yes i and i don't want to offend anybody this was not my movie yeah i just did not like it. And the one thing that took me out was, this is like spoiler, although the whole thing's been spoilers. When Jacob Alor- or, um, Barry's character starts having sex with Jacob Alordi's grave. So mm-hmm. he's murder. He murders him. And then right after they put him down into the grave, he starts fucking the grave. Sure does. And this is a very gratuitous scene. It's, and it's long. It is so unbelievably long. And they just hold on it of him like thrusting into the grave. And I was like, that's going to be it. For, that's right. where I tapped that, out. You were wrapped. I don't do anything with dongs and death <laughs> put together. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a no for me. And that's fair. So that pushed me over the edge where I was like, I actually dislike this movie now. That's fair. Where is if, if they hadn't put that in, I think I would have been like moderately on board with it. Yeah. But that really made me deeply dislike this movie. i was super uncomfortable with that scene hated it of course yeah but the, they're all yeah and you've i've like heard i've been watching tiktoks about mm-hmm. why or that it was like improvised it's, you know what i mean that that scene was fully, was fully improvised. improvised is crazy yeah but i was much more i don't by that point in the movie mm-hmm. i had already had so much fun with this entire film yeah that i was like this because it also felt like it was kind of shock value to me where yeah. i was like i don't know if we needed to because it was so long it was so long it was the so scene long. was long it will the whole movie was a little bit too long there was about 20 minutes you didn't need at the end yeah and i don't think they needed to wrap it up they with the way they did like show like <gasps> from the beginning it was all but i loved that i don't think i fucking necessary. loved that you know what i feel like so many movies lately i leave the movie and i'm like can we just fucking take it there or not yeah and this movie was like we will fucking take you there we will do it mm-hmm. throughout like yeah. the beginning it's a whole like he, this man has planned this thing from the beginning and we're gonna show you picking off one by one like 20 years later he's wearing glasses in a cafe he finds the same woman he fucking takes her down i was like it's giving lifetime movie i'm sorry it it was a little too like melodramatic i love i want a mastermind who had a plan all along that's what i want okay i want the whole thing and they were like here's the whole Whole thing thing, yeah listen it's getting a lot of buzz i loved it and i hated poor things yeah We'll talk about poor things soon. Do we have to? 
I thought, do we have to talk about salt burn? And okay, here we fine, are fine. talking about salt. Yeah, salt burn. I fucking love salt burn so much. It was so fun. And I'm like, it's definitely a vibe. And I do think like the direction was really good. But man, I don't do like it's, when it's for shock value, because it was such an unnecessary scene to the plot. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, I it's murder it, on the dance floor. It's a great soundtrack. The soundtrack rocks. Yeah. How many gloves would you give it? Because of the one scene, one out of five Shit, gloves. That really did it for you. I hate I, the last scene. Yeah. Obsessed. No, the last, the dance sequence at the end. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Listen, I love a vibe. Can't do the, the death. I'm giving it like four and a half gloves. Yeah. I love Saltburn. Guys, let us know in the comments what you thought of Saltburn. If you're a shark, write it in the Patreon stuff. Yeah, let us know what's up. Yeah. I want to chat Saltburn. Because I'm fascinated because so many people are obsessed with it. Yeah. And it is becoming almost like a cultural phenomena. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're fucking good. You guys, we love you so much. Thank you for listening. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. And I'm Rachel Scanlon. Go do something gay today. Bye bye. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon. Worldwide Dykes for Life!